Welcome to the Heart of the Athlete. This is Reggie Etheridge welcoming you to the radio program for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, featuring what God is doing in the hearts and lives of coaches and athletes in Idaho. Now, here are your hosts. Well, good morning, folks, and welcome to the Heart of the Athlete, local FCA radio show here in Southern Idaho. I'm Ken Lewis. I'm the director for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes here in Idaho. And uh, in the studio this morning on Heart of the Athlete is the head coach at Northwest Nazarene University, head volleyball coach, Doug English. Yeah, thanks, Ken, for having me here. I'm excited to be here today. Yeah, Doug, well, it's great to be here. I know we've talked a little bit about this over the last year or so, about, hey, we have to get you in on the air sometime. I know you guys have had a busy fall, and here we are the winter, and... uh, so I'm glad that you were able to make time to, to get in to, to to visit with us here on Heart of the Athlete this morning. Yeah, this is perfect timing for us. It's the beginning of the year. Kind of we have our first team meeting this afternoon. So we're getting going. So I got plenty of time and I've been jealous of all the other NNU coaches that have been here. Um, so it's exciting to be here. Uh, so you got a, you've got a team meeting coming up. We do today. Yeah, this afternoon at three thirty. We're starting our 2019 season. So so yeah. Wow. So and you guys aren't aren't competing yet in what well, it's not is it beach or what do they call, sand? Is that what they call that? We for, don't have beach volleyball at NNU. I think the last couple of years we've had a week of beach volleyball that we've done, which has been kind of fun and frustrating for a lot of people and things. It kind of depends on your position whether you enjoy it or not and. Um, it's rained every time we've tried to do it. So who, who knows? I don't know if we're going to get to do it this year. Um, just kind of the timing of when the Boise State program was actually going to host the beach volleyball event. Right. So is that more of a D1 movement right now? And do you think it'll trickle down to D2? It's been mostly a D1 movement. And there's been some Division two schools that have popped up, but not enough. Like you have to have, I think, 40 Division two schools in order to make it a championship. And there's probably closer to 15. Wow. And so it's just... It's, there's just so much more staffing and, and at division one levels and money and things along those lines it makes it hard especially I mean in Idaho you just don't have necessarily the facilities or the weather to be able to make it work as well as you as well as you want yeah so and and so at the division one level like with Boise State they've reached that threshold is that correct of 40. Yeah, there's, okay. there is. I don't know the exact number, but it, it was, I mean, for a couple of years there, it was the fastest growing NCAA sport um, that wow. beach volleyball was. And so, yeah, Boise State has a beach volleyball program, a competitive one. And one of our former NNU athletes, Kendra Bodine, who started for us for four years, is actually on their sand team this year, on their beach team this year. So I think oh, that's we're, cool. yeah, I'm excited to go watch her compete over there. It's something that she loves, which is, yeah. which is playing beach volleyball. Well, praise God. That's great. So you've been at NNU now as a head volleyball coach for six years. Is that right? Yeah, I've had six seasons and we're coming up on about like six years between when I got actually hired too so yeah it's been it's six years sounds like a long time but it's flown by for sure when you've, you've had some great teams um, there are some great performances and uh, I know you guys have been in the postseason uh, how many years now Is yeah we've three or four I've years? been really lucky and God's been good to us out here as far as the athletes that we've had and the success that we've had um, we've had We've been in the, the postseason three year, out of our six years here. We've won a conference championship um, one year and advanced a couple times in the postseason. We haven't been able to get past like winning that first round game, and I think that's one of the goals that we have moving forward. Like we've seen other teams in our conference make it to the NCAA championship game, and we're we're so close, and we just haven't been able to do that yet. And I think that's one thing that we want to kind of get accomplished here sometime. I don't know what group is going to be able to do it, but that's one of the fun things about working at NNU and the the athletic department we have yeah well i know just observing you and the way you work with you guys i've just been really impressed at the relationship you have there with the other coaches and and then also your staff but then also just the gals that you've been recruiting and uh and just their development at nnu and just 
Uh, I know we've had quite a few of them be huddle leaders at the SCA yep. camp that we have in June every year mm-hmm. there, our Northwest camp. And yeah. So thank you for uh, just all that you've done as a part of that. I know directly and indirectly. Yeah, and very, directly and indirectly. Some of it's my work. A lot of it's God's work bringing the right people um, to the right place. And it's been fun to watch him see what kind of people we have here at, at NNU and what kind of people we're getting and what kind of people we're bringing in. So it's been, it's been great. Well, I know that there's been some gals that have come on uh, your team and come on the campus there that God's just done some really cool things in. And, and some of them, I know you don't always, uh, you don't have to recruit Christians there, but I've right. seen God and I've heard about just some great transformation stories of what God's done in the lives of some of your players that didn't really know Christ before they came to to your team and to NNU. Yeah, it's been fun to see some players that come in with little church pride. And I'm not going to take full credit or any credit for a lot of this. I mean, NNU in general does a great job of of welcoming people into the community and providing a safe environment to learn about Jesus. And then it's obviously up to the person to make that decision to follow and to practice. But I mean, yeah, we've seen kids that have come from, whether it's other religions, whether it's just not very big of a church background, um, to practicing and to accepting the Lord. And like, that's, I mean, as fun as it is to win games, like it's, it's that part's really fun too. And really special. Cause that's going to serve them the rest of their lives. Yeah. Well, um, I know you've been in, we've been, we've had a, like a coaches, an FCA coaches huddle, it, it, but have made up of just NNU coaches yeah. over this last year. And it's been great to have you a part of that. You've been one of the mainstays there. And, um, it's just been a fun journey. Some of the books that we've been going through and the studies and getting into the word and how that applies to coaching. Um, how has that impacted you being a participating in that? Yeah. Participating in the coaches huddle. Um, it's impacted me. One, it's just helped build relationships with the other coaches around and in the discussions that you have, I mean, you find out how they're incorporating God into their programs and how I can do a better job with that. Just stories and things and ideas. I mean, they just kind of get floated around really, I mean, that freely and easily and everybody's willing to be vulnerable and, and share their experiences. And I think just, we don't have a lot of time where we do that together. And I think that part's just been really special as kind of, we've learned about each other's programs and all of us have different strengths and weaknesses um, with what we bring to the table. And we've also had a lot of new staff members too. I know like yeah. uh, Joe Schaefer, our baseball coach has been fun to get to know him and, and Matt Holland through that. Um, so yeah, so I think that's what, what it's been. And then just, I mean, we went through the 3D coaching book and I think you definitely kind of learn some stuff and put some perspective as far as how, how what's important and what messages are you sending your team right. um, besides just, we got to get better at volleyball. And so I was trying to incorporate right. some of those messages back into our program and just talk about the bigger picture more than just whether it's a designated time at chapel or a designated time where somebody's sharing their story, things like that. You're just trying to figure out ways to just, to, to just remind ourselves and incorporate that God's in charge of everything and he's who we got first and he's allowing us to do this and how do we point everything back to him? And so I think that's where it's been important for me and huge for me is just trying to see how other people are doing it, challenge myself to practice doing it, um, and just keep getting better at it my, myself. Yeah. I know in those times, Doug, and I just have to say it's been a blessing for me to be a part of that with you guys and, and to hear really, you know, to how God has called you. It's a calling on your life, Doug, to coach. And, uh, and so I wanted to ask you, how did you get, how did you get started in coaching? And I don't know, maybe this goes back into your playing career and a little bit of that at that yeah. down at Cal state Northridge, but how, how did you get called or how did you get involved in coaching? And, and what was it that really, that God really 
like grabbed you to to be a part of that? Yeah, I mean, there's a couple, I think, stories or things that kind of got me into coaching. One was I always told my mom I never wanted to wear like a suit and tie to work and <laughs> wanted to have some kind of vacation periods built into my life. And so like my first choice for that was I was going to be a teacher. I was going to be a high school math teacher and then coach volleyball after. Um, and then by the time it took me, I went to school for five years at Cal State Northridge and it took me five years to figure out that my head coach, that's all he did was coach volleyball. And so like that kind of transition from I want to teach and then coach after to like, why do I want to spend most of my day teaching something I'm not as passionate about or I can just teach mm -hmm. something that I am very right. passionate about. So um, I just kind of decided I wanted to be a volleyball coach and then got it open doors through those lines. But like, I think the first opportunity I had to coach when I was at Cal State Northridge, I actually got cut from the volleyball team my first year. And so I love volleyball, love doing it. So I started coaching that first year. Like I coached a wow. JV team in my high school <laughs> when I wasn't playing. And so I kind of found that I really enjoyed that aspect of it. It allowed me to stay in the sport that I loved while I wasn't able to play anymore. And so mm -hmm. as I got done playing, that was kind of, I think a natural transition was how do I stay in the sport? And through volleyball is how I got to know the Lord. And so that was one of the things he's gifted me with. And so it's kind of, it's been the easiest way for me to be able to share his messages is volleyball and coaching and, and the situations that volleyball has, has allowed me to be in. Wow. That's great. That's so when you were coaching that JV team, was that guys or was that gals? It was girls. I actually wow. coached that, that first season I coached a JV girls team and a freshman boys team. Wow. Um, so that's so foreign to us here in Idaho because we don't have right, guys yeah. volleyball in our in their school system at the junior right. high level or at the high school level. Right, yeah. And it's in California, Southern California, it's a pretty normal thing to to have guys <laughs> play volleyball. And I think I mean like I said I competed in high school and then club and then college after. And right. so I was thankful that I grew up where I did and both my parents played, so even that made it feel like more natural that guys are playing volleyball. So right. it wasn't until I left California that you kind of feel the stigma that volleyball is kind of a girls sport, which, you know, growing up I never really got or understood at the, right. that part. Well it's always amazing to me to you know, when, you, when the Olympics come around or watching guys play beach volleyball and yeah. stuff, just the power. And the, I mean, it's there in the women's sport, too, on the women's side. But um, so looking at this, you, you played volleyball at Cal State Northridge. Mm -hmm. uh, what year did you start there? Um, I graduated high school in 1999. So then I probably played the 2001 through 2004 seasons okay. there because 2000, I wasn't a part of the roster. So 2001 and 2004 is when I played. Wow. And then. So in 2003, and I, this is amazing. This is awesome. Praise God. You were a first team All-American. First team All-American in the whole country. That's yeah, in 2003. I was, for, for one year, I was the best in my position in the country. And so it, it was, like I said, it was great. It was, I mean, it's a, like I said, it's an interesting story to go from being cut to all of a sudden, like what changed? Mm -hmm. There really wasn't a whole lot of change. It's just the opportunities that God gave me mm -hmm. and where he put me um, and the teams that I was on. And so not much changed. And like I said, it just, it, I mean, it was, it's a really cool award and a really fun thing to be yeah. able to say for one year, I was the best in college <laughs> volleyball at what I did. That's cool. I know you spent, a, you, you'd share with me, you spent a little time in Olympic training center and, yeah, and one, around those one summer, yeah, circles. Right, right out there one summer, um, I got to go, there was a, the world university games, which I don't think we participate in currently, but it happens like every, I think it's like every other year. And so they invited probably 20 of us out, college kids out to, to go train for the summer and go 
try and make the World University Games. I didn't make it. I was one of the last people cut, which was a bummer and it was heartbreaking. Um, but still to be with those athletes and I got to practice with the national team for a couple of days. And so all things like that, they're just experiences that you just, I mean, they're wonderful experiences that, wow. that you feel really grateful for in situations that you get put in. Well, praise God. Well, folks, if you're just joining us here on Heart of the Athlete on KBXL 94.1, where I'm visiting this morning with uh, Coach uh, uh, Doug English, the head volleyball coach at NNU in uh, in Nampa. Um, so Doug, um, you volleyball is a huge part of your life. You said mm -hmm. both your parents played, yep. um, you know, you, you're, how, how did Northridge do and what conference is Northridge yeah, in? So, so there's not a lot of men's volleyball programs out there. Um, so at that time it's, it's grown and split since, but we were in the mountain Pacific sports federation. So anybody on the West coast that had volleyball, you played them. So, I mean, from Hawaii to BYU to UCLA, USC, Long Beach State, Stanford, Pacific, UC San Diego. I'm sure I'm missing some, but I mean, anybody that, that was Pepperdine, that was, that was good and was part of our conference. And so, yeah, it was, it was really fun to be a part of it as you're playing against future Olympians. You're playing against the best people in the country and, and stuff like that. And we were, wow. we hung in there. We weren't great all the time, but we got better during our time there. And I think eventually we're probably fourth in the country, which is fourth in our conference, which doesn't seem that great, right. but it, it's, it was well, really, good. if you don't have as many schools, but yet at the same time, you're, you know, men's volleyball in the United States is one of the best in the, in the world. I mean, so that really concentrated yeah. all that greatness in around those schools that you were just talking it, about. It, it did. So that's like murderer's row. Like they talk about right. SEC football right. it's, you know, and all those is. teams. They claim that anyway. Right. No, def definitely the conference. That's how it was for volleyball. And I still have a bias to our conference in the West Coast. And I know the East Coast, they play volleyball out there. But <laughs> they're definitely the quality, the consistent quality isn't as good, even though wow. a West Coast team might not win every year. But it's, wow. it's, yeah, it was it was a blast to be a part of. And I said with that, you get to know future Olympians and things like that. And yeah. And a lot of just, I mean, a lot of neat people through through mm -hmm. volleyball for sure. Oh, that's cool. Well, you had mentioned that you had come to the Lord kind of through volleyball. Yeah. Tell tell us a little bit about that. How did you how did you get to know Jesus? Yeah. So um, there's a place in Southern California outside of Fresno called Hume Lake Christian Camps in Sequoia Kings Canyon National Park, and there's been a volleyball tournament up there. I mean, this year is going to be probably volleyball tournament number. four. 41 or 42, oh, wow. I think like that many 1976 was maybe the first tournament that there was. And so my parents played volleyball and neither one of my parents were Christians and, but they had friends that were, and I mean, both my parents love being outdoors. That's one of the reasons why I love Idaho so much is they did that with us. But in just being in Sequoia Kings Canyon playing volleyball is just a, such a unique place um, that we'd go up there every year. And so in high school, um, was a man named Jeff Steele, who his son, he had sons our age, but he's a, he was a pastor and a volleyball player and kind of shared his story with us, um, one night at the tournament and kind of just accepted the Lord that night, really not really knowing all of what that entailed. And then that, that was kind of, kind of yoked myself to him and left, like just spent the last, what, I don't know where we are now, probably 17 wow. years. So, so yeah. So my spiritual birthday sometime early August <laughs> yeah, up, at, up at Hume Lake. So that was like 98, 99? I was in 1998, so, <clears throat> yeah. Wow. So yeah. he was a coach or a, and a dad? Yeah, he was a dad of, of one of our oh, friends. Some players. Yeah, of, of one of the, I mean, how Hume Lake Volleyball works, it's just a bunch of families that happen to play volleyball that all go up there the same week. And so he was kind of the head of that family who played and his sons played. And wow. um, still to this day, some of my, we, we keep in touch and some of my best friends are mm -hmm. from that tournament. And some of us are coaching. I mean, his son, Jeff, right now is a 
philosophy professor at Santa Clara. And so like, it's just, it's, I mean, yeah, that's the impact he's had on Jeff Steele has had on a lot of us, um, going through. Wow. Well, that's amazing. Um, you know, camps are, are, can have huge impact yeah. on us. You know, I know that's why, you know, I know you pop in at that FCA camp for mm-hmm. a little bit every year yeah. and, um, it'd be fun to give you a session or two. I know that, you know, you're usually pretty busy around that, those, those. Yeah, I'm week. busy. And Deb Bradburn does such a good job with that camp has been doing it for so long. I, I don't think I could do it better than she does. So <laughs> I think that part is, I mean, that I don't think you're in, I don't think you can find a better quality coach than what you have in Deb to do, to do that part of, of the FCA camp for sure. Well, she's certainly energetic and she loves the Lord. I mean, she's mm-hmm. a woman of God and, and she likes to direct those those girls to Jesus. And uh, I know she, she loves volleyball and like you, I mean, she's called to that. And, uh, well, um, I know volleyball seems like it's, it's always the biggest sport in our camp. I think one year football might've, um, beat it out maybe one year, the basketball basketball. But I think out of the other seven years, volleyball, girls, volleyball has been the biggest sport. Why is that, Doug? I mean, do you find that too? And I know there's just a lot of girls that love volleyball. Yeah, there's a lot of girls that love volleyball. I mean, I don't, I can, I think some of the the things that volleyball allows young women to do is it allows them to still feel feminine as they play, but then extremely athletic. I mean, the one nice thing about volleyball between men and women is they lower the net. So you can still be powerful and be athletic and still show that off as women are, even though, um, like I said, in some other sports, basketball, like you're not seeing them dunk or things along those lines. I think volleyball, you can still see some of the same athleticism you see with the men because the net is lower. You also don't have to touch anybody, like right, like you don't have to deal with a sweaty person trying to push you it's and move like you wrestling. around. There's a net there, and so that's a that's a nice aspect of it. I mean, for me, it was a great aspect of it too. Like I don't, I'm a you know tall, skinny, and I could get pushed around by anybody. So having that net there, you don't have to worry about getting pushed around or move and. Yeah. Um, touching other sweaty people. And so I think that part, <laughs> that part I, I think also helps too. Right. So I think you, it allows females to be um, strong and powerful and still feminine. And then also like you can just, it's a very social, you're with your own group and own people and not right. necessarily have the physical contact back and forth that some of the other sports do. Right. Well, you know, you, you shared a little, bit, a little bit earlier about how you got into coaching. And I'm, I'm just curious a little bit about why the, why the, why coaching and and for you being a Christian, you know, and being a Christian coach, what does that mean for you in terms of your life? And, and why do you, why do you keep doing it? Why do you, why is it still a passion for you? Yeah, I think it's changed over the years. It's kind of why it's a passion for me. And I mean, it still comes down to the fact that I love volleyball and all the nuances along with that and building a team and building relationships. But it's also now, I mean, I've come to realize it's, it's the way the easiest way for me that God has gifted me to be able to share his message through Mm -hmm. volleyball, whether that's through our team at NNU, through FCA camp, through Hume Lake volleyball. Like there are so many opportunities that God has given me to share his messages through volleyball that I wouldn't have had any other way. And so I think that's, that's the fun part too, is how now, like, I mean, with our coaches huddle is trying to get better at how do you share his message through something that he's gifted you, which for me, it's been volleyball. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think, I mean, the other fun parts about the job is it 
changes every year. People come in every year and you just see, I mean, 18 to 22 year olds grow from being kind of immature freshmen to mature adults that can go leave and have an impact for, for Christ outside of NNU and outside of things as they're kind of go off to do their own thing and, and coach and teach and, and all these other things that impact the world around them. And so I think that's, that's like I said, it started off and it still is volleyball is a passion of mine, but it's, it's, I've come to see it as the way God has gifted me to be able to spread his message. Mm -hmm. And and so that's the, the best part and the fun part and the part that kind of keeps me going every day. Well, that's neat. I know you've had some some of your athletes go on to coach, you know, like Taylor Roberts and a yeah. few others. And I bet that's really fun to watch them go do that. And I'm just uh, curious a little bit about, you know, I know you love the word of God. What, is there any passages that you would say, Hey, that's a favorite verse or that's maybe a life verse or maybe yeah, some place that God's really parked you in this last year? Or yeah, something? I'd say it took me a while to find my life verse, but I think what I've like the one where it is right now, and I actually, I should be able to tell you where it is. It's in Matthew somewhere, but it's my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Um, as he's talking kind of about rest. And I think the reason I feel like that that's been one of my favorite verses is that you have to physically yoke yourself to Jesus and that it's a decision and it's a choice. Um, and then you, you have to physically kind of let him guide you and where you want to go. And I just know throughout my life, he's, I've, since mm -hmm. I was a junior in high school and, or he's, I've been able to yoke myself to him and he's taken me not necessarily where I thought I wanted to go, but so far we've ended up where he wants me to go. And I mean, now we're in a place where both my, our family loves. And so that's probably, um, the life verse that I've had is if I've yoked myself wow. to him and he's going to take me where he sees fit and it might not always exactly work out how I want it to work out. But so far, I mean, I, I couldn't complain of where wow. he's taken me. That's cool. That reminds me a little bit of, I mean, some of what we want to do with SCA is really just be in his presence and get connected in him. And, and, and maybe to take a Southern, another Southern California analogy is, you know, whatever wave that God has given us right. you know, to, to take that wave, mm -hmm. you know, because when we try to do it on our own, man, it just, you know, we fumble the ball, we, we, we mess things up bat wrong timing or whatever you know or we start taking the credit on ourselves and uh but basking in, in the lord's presence and ask and asking for for him to you know to help us in that and um so i don't know that that reminds yeah. me of just some of the things that we try to do as a ministry so yeah. well that's great um so we just got a couple of minutes here mm -hmm. uh, before we have to sign off. It goes by fast, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, what's the What's the season? You guys are getting ready to have a meeting here today. Yeah. What's we, What's the future looking like this next year for you know, NU volleyball? Yeah, you never know. Um, we had record wise the worst season we've had during my career here this last year. We were six and twenty one, and our wonderful sports information director pointed out that for my first five years we lost thirty one games, and then last year we lost twenty one. And Doug, how you doing there? Wow. Kind of thing. And so, <laughs> so I think the the fun thing about this is, I mean, it, it, like it cycles, and so it's it's. I'm excited to move on from where we were in 2018, and I know. Mm -hmm that I'm going to work hard. The girls in our program are working hard and they're all there to, to, to get back to, to where we were and to try and win some games and make it mm -hmm. to the NCAA tournament. And I think we got a lot of work to do going from six and 21 to be able to make it to the yeah. NCAA tournament. But I think we got the right people in our gym. And I mean, if we stay healthy and mm -hmm. have those things, like that's what I think what the future, what the future holds. And you never know until you get there. And there's so many lucky things or unlucky things that can or can't go your way um, throughout a season. But I know it's exciting to start today as we're all zero zero and working for for something that's going to start like kind of yeah. next august that's cool 
Well, I'm excited just to hear you talk about it. And uh, as we're sitting here visiting that, man, it gets me excited about come watching volleyball. And <laughs> okay. hopefully it does for the listeners yeah. out there today. And and I know one thing, Doug, after knowing you for several years now, um, you know, your your faith is strong and that, you know, we, we couldn't tell that that's what you were going through this last year. I mean, you, you stay the same and, and that you didn't let that, that defined you oh, as you. a coach and yeah. i know that's the lord that's jesus yeah, shining through you we try and talk about that a lot that we're more than volleyball players as we go through it and volleyball isn't i guess like i said i mean i've talked about it a couple of times here volleyball yeah. is what god has used to spread his message yeah. through through us and so we're trying to be bigger than just winning and losing yeah. Well, that's great. Well, folks, if you want to get some more information about volleyball over at NNU or any of the camps this summer, I know you've got some team camps that come up. We do. Um, we've got the, the FCA camp the last week of June, and then your camps are in July. Yep. Uh, and I know that many of the folks that are there at FCA also come yeah. as well in July to the NNU camps. You can get that information, I know, on the NNU yeah, uh, sports it, website. NNUsports.com. There's a section up at the top that says camps, and you can click on volleyball camps. It's all the information's up there for the summer, and I think we're – running camps i think july 8th through july 18th something along those lines awesome and folks if you're interested in, in getting more involved with the fellowship of christian athletes as well uh here in idaho and eastern oregon you can get information at fcaidaho.org and uh lots of great things there get involved with huddles or uh, coaches groups um schools at, uh you know huddles at school so well doug Thanks so much for being on the air today. I was blessed to visit with you, and thanks for taking the time to be on the Heart of the Athlete this morning. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for listening today. If you are interested in getting involved with FCA or would like to donate to the FCA ministry, you can contact us through the FCA Idaho website at fcaidaho.org. Join us next week for the Heart of the Athlete, a production of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes in Idaho and KBXL, The Voice. Yeah.